0: On this week's episode of Behind the Meat Curtains, we have new guests, Leia and Riley. Leia is a stripper who will give us her insights into dancing, and Riley is a waitress whose mother used to be a dominatrix. We also have returning guest Patterson, who is a club manager. And, of course, we have myself, Kat, and Amanda who are hosting this episode. This episode, you'll hear a lot of pet peeves. Want to know how to not irritate your neighborhood strip club employee? Well, listen to this episode and you'll hear what not to do. All of that and more on this week's episode of Behind the Meat Curtains. Welcome to Behind the Meat Curtains, a bi-weekly podcast about behind the scenes of the stripping in sex industry, I suppose. Uh, I am the Brad.
1: Yeah, I am Kat. Uh, We are recording at Backside Cakes in Bend, Oregon. Whether you need a cake for your next event, private party, or have the thirst for the coldest and cheapest beer in town, then come check out Backside Cakes.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, Typically, our first question is, how did you... Well, actually, let's go around the room real quick. Uh, We have some new people and some returning guests, just so our uh, audience can associate a name with a person.
2: I guess we'll go clockwise
0: from here.
3: Well, I'm Leah.
2: And what do you do? Uh, I'm a dancer. Uh, I think I already blew the cover name thing last time, so I'm Pat. Dudes (laughs) in the industry don't get covers.
4: My name is Riley. I'm a bartender and cocktail waitress.
2: I'm Amanda.
1: I'm a bartender. Back again.
4: All right, cool. Uh, Yeah,
0: so again, the first uh, question is how did you uh, end up in the shipping industry?
3: Yeah, um, I actually taught pole dance for several years before I started stripping, and so I had um, a couple good friends who were taking classes from me who were dancing already, and um, I don't know, kept kind of suggesting that I do it. It took me a while to come around, um, but yeah, definitely uh, was kind of a clean transition, I think. What was it? One or the other.
0: What was your like opinion of the industry when you came into it? Were you were you shocked when you when you first started dancing, or were you kind of like liberal enough that nothing really shocked you? How did how did you what was your mindset going into it, and how did it affect you?
3: Um, I don't think I had a lot of strong opinions. You know, I had a lot of friends who were dancers. so I didn't um I think have any like negative feelings towards nope. the industry at all. Um. But I, I don't know, I think I just hadn't honestly considered it that much right. um, until I was kind of doing it. Yeah. How old were you when you started? I was 22, I think. Ah, so it's been like five years. And how many clubs have you worked at? Um, I travel dance for a while. Um, so I was kind of dropping in on clubs here and there. Um, there've been like three that I danced at for any like extended period of time. Um, and that was Oregon, Nevada, and California.
1: Oh, which ones do you like the best? Out of all the states? I
3: like the one here in Oregon the most, for sure. Yeah. Yeah,
1: because yeah, there's different laws and different restrictions and
4: everything in different clubs.
3: Absolutely, yeah. So
4: I got into the industry because I was actually going through a pretty hard time where um my roommate had moved out and I needed to figure out more money. And I've known Pat for some time and he was like, you know what to do. You need to call me. So I texted him <laughs> and I'm just like asking so many questions. I'm like, do I have to put my hair up? Do I have to do this? Do I have to do that? Are you sure? Like, I don't know if I want to. Yeah, I don't know. I was just <laughs> like, do I have to do my hair? Do I have to do my full face of makeup and all this stuff? And And he finally just kind of was like, come to the club. And I was like, I was scared shitless to walk into the club for some reason. I've been selling weed for like two years. and I've been in the industry just serving wise before that. But he kind of got me an interview and I never really agreed to it, but I never really denied it. (laughs) And then I got there and I realized I was signing papers. I wasn't really there for an interview. (laughs) And then I just kind of was like, after the interview, I guess, I kind of just walked away and was like, okay, I work at, I work at the strip club. And then I kind of just, club. sorry, gentlemen's club. My apologies. Very classy.
3: <laughs> I remember I felt like the exact same way about starting dancing. I was like my, my friends that already worked at the club who kind of got me started just sending her so many questions before. I was like, How should I be wearing my hair? Like, can I? what can I wear? What do I dance to? Like, she was like, Bro, none of this matters. Like, whatever you want. And I was like, No, no, no. Like, if you're lying to me. You need to tell me.
0: Do you, like... do you have a comparison about that person dancing and who you are now? Like, what's changed over time?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think you go into it and, um, you know, you have this feeling that it's going to be this, like, big stressful thing and you need to, like, do it right and, like, it all needs to be perfect. And, you know, anything you do. All of the time just becomes completely normal to you, you know, so you end up feeling very casual about it, but initially, you know it feels very intimidating, I think right
0: what did you feel about it when you when you started like same question basically like was it was it shocking to you or what did you think?
4: it wasn't necessarily shocking um I grew up when, so my mom was very open with the human body, so my mom was actually a dominatrix, and oh, so wow. I grew up with a very like comfortable with the body kind of thing, uh-huh. and so <laughs> I found out I think I found her whips when I was 10 so (laughs) this
1: all makes so much sense because I know you
2: that was was when I was when I was talking to her about working at the club in the first place I remember the the manager at the time and the owner asking me like well is she going to be weird in here like does she know what she's getting herself into and I was like I think that a lot of the people in that club are going to be kind of fucking prudes to her i think she'll be fine
1: <laughs> like i'm worried had like, about it
0: we've now had the full span of coming in basically conservative christian to dominators i'm not sure how much farther outside of that
1: band we can get <laughs> yeah, well we're going to portland in a few weeks yeah, yeah, all right,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> well no i mean i think i said it last time i was here like there's a ton of differences between how people wound up in this industry and how they all are just as humans socially. Yeah. Like it's not a cohesive demographic. It's not like all liberal or conservative. It's all over the the, fucking board.
0: I think it's one of the things that we want to show on this podcast is that, you know, as anywhere people want to take people and stereotype them. That's just like human nature. Like, okay, this is what someone who works in a strip club is like. And it's just not true. Yeah. I mean, okay. Of course, the br- br- broad-down to people that work in the strip club, some of it's going to be true for some people. And then, and then, you know, the <laughs> bell curve there. How about that?
1: <laughs> well, since you, you both are new to this, we always do a, what was your, I've seen it all moment. So like, what was the thing that shocked you where you're like, fuck like <laughs> i've
4: seen it all or i don't know if it's necessarily like i've seen it all but when i first started working when i would have to go into the back vip area to get drinks i felt like i was intruding on everybody oh. and because i would just go in and i see ass and face oh or just like tits and face and i'm just like do you guys need any cocktails and guys are like whoa. Huh? <laughs> and,
1: then, <laughs> and you're like in this road bend over you can see her butthole and she's just like, Can I get like another box of soda? And I'm a little bit of oh. fan
3: <laughs> It is incredible you build such like comedy yeah. with uh Basically, but we're all, yeah, we're out here just like changing our tampons in the, middle of the locker room or whatever. And yeah. if even like, no. bats and I, you know, you just get used to it.
4: I'm pretty yeah. sure I've seen almost everyone's vagina and asshole at this oh. point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm them out. I'm the only one that I've seen, I'm going to say her name because she. Has been on this and she allowed it and she's very proud of it. Is Libby. I always see Libby every
5: time. Yes. Every time uh, that in the bar and she's like, God uh, damn it. She's like, As soon as I look over, it's eyes to pussy. Libby's the pussy. No, it's flashy lights. She's
1: like, She's <laughs> dancing oh, to the, the bar. She has light up shoes and she does that thing where she takes her, her panties off with her light up shoes, like with the heel. Uh, and so it's just like a
5: strobe light show yeah, It's like the a dad. spotlight
2: on a plane living That is, that is living 100% up. intentional. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's <laughs> Yeah, it's Jeez. like the air
5: of the pilot. Is <laughs> it
4: is <was laughs> <a flare gun. laughs> The flare guns, <yeah. laughs> The flares, yeah. flares. She's right, like, right here. She loves she's over there. the very and then proud like, of herself. This way, right here. <laughs> she's
2: very, very proud of herself and she's everyone will see.
5: We'll, yeah. <laughs> I think it was like the last episode we talked about um, the game of like the vaginas and guessing who it is their vagina and the face
1: we did a a boob one we did a
5: a, boob one
1: we did a boob one (laughs) this was like eight years ago and they took a picture of all the girls boobs put them on like a poster board and it was name the boobs and you would get a prize if you could name what strippers tits it was and this is like when we had like the daytime girls and I mean they're all shapes sizes like it was
3: I feel like I could name yeah.
1: I don't know if I, I yeah.
3: do giant.
4: I, I do, do like boobs, like butts. I know. <laughs> I know pretty much everyone's ass at this point. Where, yeah, like, and your girl walk in, I'm like, I don't know <laughs> that booty. Like yeah, that booty no. is <laughs> different. That's a different booty. <laughs>
3: Who are
2: you? What are you Turn around. <laughs> oh, oh, I know that <laughs> ass. Come <laughs> oh,
3: here.
4: There was one girl that I didn't recognize her butt at one point, and then I saw her tattoos. I was like, oh, you're just covering your butt more. (laughs) I realized who it was. I was like, oh, that makes more sense. You've got a new outfit.
2: (laughs) No, that, yeah, that definitely happened. Sorry, I just interject on, like, the outfits and stuff. Uh, There was a period of time when... There were several dancers that I was having difficulty telling apart because they all bought their shit from, like, the same place. I don't know. But but one had bangs and one had, like, blonde hair and one had brunette hair and no bangs. But then the blonde one dyed her hair brunette and they all got bangs. And I was like, this was during COVID, so people are wearing masks. And I was like, son of a bitch. I'm, I don't... God damn it, you were bangs. Now you're bangs? I don't know. We got thing
4: one, thing two, thing
2: three.
4: <laughs> <So I laughs> grab a magic marker and write on their arm. <laughs>
0: there I, black
4: I like, yeah. black in All the <laughs> name tags now. Everyone's wearing name tags.
1: I just know what they drink. Yeah. <laughs> yes. right, someone, somebody will be describing a dance for this dancer this dancer and I'm just what like, they what do they drink? No. I don't know because there's everybody's names are the same now. There's like a- 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 Leia, Leah, Leah, a-
3: Layla. Yeah, Al- we, Al- we had like, a girl. Um, Layla. Le- Layla. She actually approached me after she started. and She was like, "Yeah, I didn't know there was a Leia. She was like, "Is that going to be really annoying? Do you want me to change it?" And I was like, yes. "No, it's fine."
1: No. Oh <laughs> <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a, there was a dancer named Kat, and she was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm gonna keep my name," and I'm like, "Fuck." Because overall, it, it wasn't that her name was Cat, and I wasn't, like, mad about it, but it was, like, she could take, she would take her teeth out to eat, which doesn't make sense to me, but she was... This took like, a she, turn. Yeah. So she, yeah. She would... And i was just, like, don't... I don't want Kat... So I don't want to be known to, like... So There's a girl named that like, could take her teeth out of the strip club, and I don't want people to walk in and be like, Is, can she take her teeth
5: out? <laughs> Is <it> the bar? <laughs> <she's> I <like>, okay. <laughs>
0: Uh, I have a list of questions. and you have a list of questions. You, oh, want you? To... you go. All right. um, uh, Let's see here. How about, all right, here's one that I, I read. What yeah. annoys you most about your job?
4: Can I, can I get this? Can I get that? Can I, um, can I get this? And can I get that? And then, oh, I need another thing of this. And then can I have all your attention, please? Literally every customer, some of the answers <laughs> is always a like, can I, can I, can I. Most annoying thing for me. Hands down. I would not have picked that out of a hat.
2: (laughs) That's actually, I would say something kind of tangential and related, that there's a really common attitude that whatever that person's thing is that they need is the most important possible thing that could be needed, regardless of what it actually is. Like I have had... Dancers come up to me while I'm screaming at someone about to remove them from the building and be like, Um, I'm not feeling really good. Do you think I could maybe go home? And I'm like, now is not the time. Back up. You're in arms ranger right now. Like, it's just that very like, can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? I'm like, maybe, maybe like, fucking give me a second. I'm obviously doing something. I'm obviously busy. You know? So you know, priorities. Prioritization of how quickly things need to be done. Which actually, y'all, y'all, when you radio me, say what you need. Because if it's <laughs> oh, something it's that wait now. for a second, then I'll be like, Alright, cool, be there in a couple minutes. But if you're just like, Hey, I need you and then you put the radio down, I don't know if like maybe there's someone like fucking attacking you over the bar or something. I don't know. <laughs> He's
5: like, I like last night, last night, uh, our far back came in, and he's like, yo, I need you to radio Patterson, because his, like, car alarm's going off, and so I go out, and I get the radio, and I'm like, manager Patterson! And
2: they're like, he is busy, or no, was it you that answered me? Or yeah, and I was me. like, some shit is going down. They don't need me. Like
5: they're like, we will be with you soon. So I was just like, okay, well. You what's funny what's is that on? you
2: were radioing me about my car alarm, and I was busy because Wes and Andrew were radioing me about my car alarm. <laughs> so I was like. So you're like, uh, Amanda Patterson. And I'm like, yeah, what do you need? My fucking car might be getting broken into. And you're, oh, your car alarm's going off. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, a, good work. Good work. Button it's just like,
0: I'm sorry. The manager you're trying to be <laughs>
2: not <available> right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That was funny, actually. As soon as you're like, ah, uh, your car alarm's going off. I was like, oh, yeah, no, yep.
5: Can I say my most annoying thing right now is when people tell me that they appreciate me.
1: And I, I oh, just
2: I fucking hate that, it. Why is that a thing? And a yeah. lot of
1: the dancers do. Like, and I, like I
3: appreciate Like, instead you. of tipping you, they're like, I just want you to I know. I, I know. I just hate it. I know it's like a word it. Like, so many
1: people say it,
5: I'm like, I don't, don't
2: say it. Yeah, those, <laughs> words, those words mean nothing. Yeah, it's, it's like, like my parents sorry. telling me they're disappointed. <laughs> <to yourself. laughs> it bounces right off
4: as long as it follows up with a nice tip I'm fine with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it on the back of a 20 you, you can keep appreciating me and you keep putting more money on the table please. <laughs> thank
2: you
3: <laughs> yeah definitely there's nothing more annoying than customers who will like come up to you after your stage set or whatever and like interrupt whatever you're doing to be like I just want you to know how amazing you are blah 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 and then never the same customers that are going to give you any money it's always the ones who are like i don't have any money i can't buy anything but i just want to tell you how beautiful you are and you're like absolutely not <laughs> please leave. leave the premises
1: um. at this point <laughs> it's the people that will tip the bartenders and they always or the waitresses or whatever and then they'll be like oh i spent all my money on the dancers no but i mean i know they come in there for the dancers but they say that and they're just like oh i don't have any money i spent it all here and i was like then don't fucking come here if you can't, like, afford a tip. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't understand that. And it's, like, I get that you want to get a dance, and you're here to, like, check out the hot chicks. But, like, you need to take care of everybody. You can't just be, like, I was grounds up my change to get a lap dance, and I have nothing left. Oh.
3: Is, like, absolutely. It's, it's yeah, it's... I mean, yeah, you get I'm the same right, thing though right, you get the same thing the other yeah. direction right because we also get so many customers that come in there and you you know talk to them about if they're, what they're looking to buy or whatever and they're like Oh no no, I just come in here to drink beer and I, sit in the corner and you're like you know how many bars there are in this town exactly. one strip club Hundreds of bars. Like, go to any bar. That's not what this you is. You don't go to the club. Do you know where you are? Exactly.
5: No. As a bartender, when guys come in there and they're like, oh, I don't care about that. I'm just here to drink. And they stand at the bar. I'm, like, disgusted. I'm like, why? You're at a fucking strip club. You're not at a normal bar. You're not here to see me. You were here to turn around and look at those girls. Like, when we removed the bar seats the barstool so that was like the happiest moment of my life and when guys complain about it i'm like well you're not here to sit at that bar you come up to the bar to get your drink like you are here for the strip club like it's, it's such a different type. i get those
2: guys a lot coming up to me because i think they want to like you know talk to the the one person who isn't potentially attractive to them like oh there's a bro in here i'll go talk to him sort of a thing and they'll give me that like, oh, dude, I mean, yeah, I don't normally come to this place. I'm not like some fucking weirdo. And I'm like, I work here. What are you saying?
0: <laughs> yeah, somebody like, you know, five blocks in any direction, there's another bar. Why did you stop here? Yeah.
2: Also, uh, conversely, when customers tip me, it's annoying because there is an almost 100% likelihood that they're doing it to then try and. Do something they're not supposed to. It's like a bribery move. Like, hey, man, here's 40 bucks, so we're cool. A dude legitimately did this to me exactly one time. He was like, hey, man, here's 40 bucks. I really appreciate what you're doing around here. And I was like, oh, cool. Thanks, dude. Ten minutes later, he tried to rack lines of Coke on one of the glass tables by the main stage. And when I went up and was like, the fuck are you doing? He was like, I thought we were cool. (laughs) 40 bucks? Yeah. 40 bucks?
0: My price for 40 bucks on the table. Price for cool is a lot higher than that. Yeah, man.
5: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, but yeah. Oh, sorry. The guy from last night, though. Remember? So, yeah, this guy comes in last night. We have a shit ton of people last night because it was Saturday. But he buys two Bud Lights, and his car gets declined. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll do half cash and half card, and our machines don't work like that, and so it's just a huge thing, and I'm busy, and I have to cancel it out, and then re-ring it, and I'm so irritated, so he gives me, a, it's $6 for each Bud Light, it was $12 total, so he gives me exactly $6 cash, and then he pays $6 on his card, and puts a big old fat zero on the tip, and I was like,
1: she yelled at me, she's like, fucking 21-year-old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, at I like, just like,
5: <laughs> put it back on and I'm like, dude, what? And he's like, what? And I was like, was like he just wasted like 10 minutes of my time. He put a zero, and then yeah, 21 year old, and Cat, he's like, I'm sorry, I spent all my money on the girls, at, or what was that? Oh, and I spent all
1: my money in here
5: already. And Cat's like, you came here with $12. <laughs> 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 so why
1: are you here?
2: <laughs>
5: there is definitely.
1: He, he, think, he did come back, back up. I think oh, he gathered right.
5: some, money think he got some money from his friend I <laughs> think he did. He told me he was sorry and he gave me like $5 and then he gave me exactly 6 It's like kind of another but like, a <laughs> No, you're cut off. <laughs> There is definitely a stereotype
0: that I've heard from uh, waitresses and dancers alike of like 21 or
1: the young person.
2: Oh no, security can talk about this.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> there are all 21 year olds out there,
3: you suck. <laughs> we were there. And you have to be 21 to be in the strip club because I danced in California for a while and they don't uh, allow alcohol in full new strip clubs, right? And so uh, because of that, they allow people 18 and up in the strip club. And there's literally nothing weirder than uh, being in the strip club and someone who looks like you know they're 14. Yeah. Because let's be real, 18 year old men look like children. There's one in Portland.
1: Uh, that we're going to visit while we're there oh, that's you to the,
2: over. Yeah. are you going to the dragon or are you going we're going to... to the dragon
1: oh boy <laughs> I've had some good times at the dragon so wait all of California is no
5: alcohol so oh, like dude. titty
3: bars can be you know you can have alcohol but if it's full nude then you can't so generally you know yeah
1: yeah they're called juice
3: bars yeah that's how it jiggles okay I'll have a titty bar juice bar <laughs>
2: tomato potato uh, yeah. Did you I don't remember, did you have
0: a annoy this annoys me most about my job
3: thing? It's or it's, is it all the same? It's like it's just the you know, it's the customers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it gets worse all the time too. I feel like you start out and uh you have so much patience and then like the longer you dance, you would think it would get easier, like you get used to it, but like really you just get more and more like your, your tolerance for customer bullshit just gets so progressively. same with the bar staff too. It's Lower. Just, yeah. uh,
1: what gets you through your day when you're dealing with these customers? Like, how, I know people deal with, cap, you know, drink a bunch of caffeine, or maybe they smoke some weed, or maybe they do some fucking yoga in the back. Like, what gets you through? There is a, a time where, don't laugh.
5: There's a lot of girls yoga girl the back. No, there's a lot. Uh, there's I used to be really good about stretching
3: when I got to work, and it made yeah. such a difference. And um I've lazy seen and I don't do it. Nasty. I just yeah. let myself hurt all the time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um
3: Yeah, I think you know it depends on the night. I think on any reasonably good night, it's it's the cash, right? Like yeah. you're annoyed, but as long as you can see the cash piling up throughout the night it kind of carries you on um but uh, you know i think sometimes you uh you know having a couple drinks can help sometimes going in the back and just like talking shit about your interactions with whoever's in the locker room that's a pretty good one just yeah you know i really i and i love when anyone does that you know i love for you sit in the locker room somebody comes back and they're like you won't believe what this customer just did. And you're like, yes, tell me. <laughs> like, Gather round the campfire. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing. So.
4: I actually get so jealous of the dancers and they get to just go in the back and just sit there. I literally will go back there for like a minute and just be like, ah, oh silence uh, i'm just like they're like you can't hang out i'm like no i don't make money if i sit back here like
3: <laughs> yeah, we don't either but
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean like it's more of like i'm making like a dollar two dollars at a time or whatever they tip me at a yeah. time you know and it's, so it's just like if i go back there and i just chill for like 10 15 minutes that's 10 15 minutes i could be making money Honestly, out there though,
3: it's it's a dangerous game i think for anyone because i think you know on the flip side when you're a dancer there's no you know you're an independent contractor nobody gives a shit if you want to sit in the locker room and, you know, eat snacks and talk shit all night and do nothing. No one's gonna tell you not to. It's very easy to like end up sitting in the locker room and just like chatting about stuff for too long. And next thing you know it you just like have been back there all night not making any money.
2: (laughs) You know, there was actually one night that the thermostat was broken back in the winter in the in the locker room and it was like sixty two degrees. And I didn't know until like halfway through the night but I was like, damn, it's you know, it's actually a pretty slow night. But like everyone's out on the floor, they're like talking to people. <laughs> it's going crazy. And then someone was like, oh, it's really fucking cold in the locker room. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Now that summertime, oh. you to crank it up to 100. And <laughs> oh, that's why. Yeah, they do.
1: There was a thermostat war between two dancers. Oh, like, there should yeah. it be 72 God. degrees
3: God. or 70 degrees? And, a, yeah, wild. <laughs> yeah. Wild.
2: I mean, yeah, without going into all the details, because it's a lengthy story, uh, an argument over a thermostat escalated to someone fully believing and wasting my time in the office, insisting that another dancer was going to have her assassinated by a biker gang. (laughs) Assassinated by a biker gang. Wow. It wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <What>? <laughs> to her, it was a thing I meant Jeez uh-huh. Anyway, there's a lock on the thermostat now Problem solved
1: Ding. I did not know that like, We have
2: one
3: dancer specifically Like it wasn't over. I know that this escalated way out of proportion But it wasn't Because everybody else was on the day It was like one dancer would come back And jack up the heat to like 95 degrees you get off your stage set like super hot And go into the back And it would just be like a sauna Oh my god What yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: because that's the way they wanted it, or to
3: be cool to other people? No, there's just, you know, one dancer who is always cold
2: somehow. No, yeah, she, she just gets very cold very easily.
3: It's like, you know, we have, like, a couple of
2: older dancers. Like,
3: you get to a certain age, and, like, you just... Old people are always cold, right?
2: Actually, we might... <laughs> we might put a lock...
3: You don't know what I'm talking about.
2: <laughs> we might put a lock on the thermostat in the VIP room, too, because the past, like, five days in a row, somebody's cranked that one up to 80.
1: What <gasps> the that's an the the area high side. space. There's like a lot of. Yeah. Yeah. it's literally yeah. summer. It's, it's like 95
2: degrees outside. Office is on, which is a tiny little room with poor ventilation. So I'll be sitting back there, and I'm like, "Why is it fucking a million degrees back here?" Oh. Someone did it. Like, I am considering going in and reviewing camera footage to find out right now. Oh, my God. I
5: can tell you from (laughs) our We (laughs) work together later. I'm excited.
0: I can tell you from someone that is not in the sex industry, the thermostat is, like, across all businesses. Like, everybody's always arguing about what the temperature should always be.
2: I think it's more polarizing when some of the staff is fully clothed and some of them are 0% clothed. Yeah, exactly.
5: (laughs) That's why I fight with the fucking security, because they'll literally, it's the middle of winter, and they go, we... Are where the bar is, there's the door that goes right into the kitchen and there's a door outside and the security... And goes outside and leaves that door wide open because they have pants on and long sleeve shirts and Kat and I are back there in fishnets in a corset freezing our ass off and, and we're not allowed to wear hoodies and we're not allowed to wear sweatshirts <laughs> we're not allowed to
2: cover up so we're just I don't like think mad you guys dying for that.
5: while <laughs> other people
2: have been, you are an amazing manager but we have worked with I don't our, know.
1: Whenever no. the owner comes in, I have my hoodie on, I can see him walking through the front door, and i am like,
5: I'm like it off. <laughs> I don't even do it. I'm too scared. I'm, like, there's cameras. I'm in trouble. I'm, like, no, it's fucked up, though. Like, we freeze in there. Or, yeah, some people are too hot, but...
1: <laughs> well, the worst, Me too, <laughs>
4: is when the shower shows go, uh. <laughs> and the thermostat is that hot, like, that hot, and then it just gets musty. It gets all
1: steamy
5: and musty. Oh, it's, it's so gross. my favorite <laughs> room, or When I was a waitress, musky. i go back there, and I'm, like
4: so moist back
5: so here. This <laughs> is like a
1: sauna. And the smell, that watermelon that you guys are using right now um, like has
5: got to go. No, that's the baby <laughs> shampoo. I did not like the baby stuff. When I would walk back there and it's still
2: like giving my child a bath and it's like strippers everywhere it was like really it's yeah, that's really it's really unsettling <laughs> association. It was super unsettling. I was wow. like, I don't like it. I don't like this at all. I walked back <laughs> there after a shower show the other night and it was really warm and really muggy but like just the Combined smells of the shampoo and then like the customers and then like some of the dancers who are you know a little more earthy. Uh, Like that that combined sensory input. The first thought in my head was like, I can't believe that dudes are paying money to be back here (laughs) in this right now. Like, do they not smell this? So
5: (laughs) one
0: thing, one thing I don't think has come up on this before, and we'll need someone to explain. What is a shower show? Oh, have
3: we I not think, talked about showers? Sh- I, I think
0: she
5: should be explaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
3: it's a thing that's not super common. But we offer at uh, the club we all work at specifically, and um, it's big with like bachelor parties and uh, you know big groups basically because you can kind of all do it as a group. And We have out of a private area with a private stage that has a shower, um, so you can get a couple of girls to do like a private show for your whole group and uh, you know we get all sudsy whatever Uh, and then you can pay extra to put like the bachelor or whatever it's a bachelor party in the shower and they'll give him like you know some little uh, chonies with the the strip club logo on it and stuff Um,
2: they're very embarrassing
0: And that's the end of Part 1. Our theme music is from Tribe of Noise. You can find them at www.tribeofnoise.com. Thanks to our host, Backside Kegs, for hosting us. You can find them at 740 Northeast 3rd Street, Suite 6, Bend, Oregon, 97701. Stop in sometime, you might see us recording. Listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find us on the web at www.behindthemeatcurtains.com or write us at info at behindthemeatcurtains.com. Thanks.